You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, outlaws. I think we can all agree that online business looks really different for most of us than it did a couple of years ago. One of the things that I used to talk about and teach in my business was really how to get shit done. This, I literally had a membership called the Get Shit Done Society. I was so focused on producing, being productive, the output and things that I could create all the time. I used to batch so much content and that was really how I measured my success and my worthiness. And in the last couple of years, both intentionally and it's been forced upon me, I've slowed down. I wanted to change the way in which I plan my content, the way I create content and the way I really run my business. My business doesn't look like anybody else's on the inside. It works really well for me and I'm constantly looking at ways that I can improve whilst being productive. I want to honor my energy and I want to still create content and build communities and yeah, make money so that I can put that back in to our mini economies that we have created here. And there are a number of people I've met over the last few years who I really look to to help me increase my productivity in a way that doesn't doesn't feed into hustle culture. And my friend Sarah Steckler, who has been a guest on this show, she is one of those people that I continue to look to and she's hosting an event in the coming week. She's invited me and an incredible group of humans to share their knowledge with you. During this event, you're going to hear from 29 entrepreneurs who will be teaching on topics to help you learn how to stay productive and optimize your time and energy in your life and business with mindful productivity strategies. And I'm going to be speaking and sharing all about how to use journaling and your intuition to plan your business, something that I am very excited to talk your ears off about. Now, this is going to be a really fun event, and I know that you're going to leave it with actionable and tangible skills that you can use in your life and business without all of the hustle and burnout. Plus, all of these trainings are under 30 minutes, which is a huge bonus. They're available on demand starting on the first day of the event, which happens to be Monday, the 14th of March, and they'll be available for a full week. And this is going to make it much easier because you can pick and choose from these different trainings. You can choose which ones you want to really dig into and you can learn on your own schedule, which as far as I'm concerned is amazing, which means you don't have to rush to watch anything live. You can watch these 
at your own pace. All the video trainings will include closed captions and transcripts, which is just amazing. This means that you can watch, listen, and or read in the way that works best for you and your learning style. And if you've heard me talk about this before, that is really important to me as a creator and really important to me as someone who likes to learn, because depending on the subject, I like to learn in different ways. Now, you can register for Productivity and Planning Week by going to productivityweek.com. I will make sure that the links are all over in the show notes. And I also want to let you know that you can upgrade to a productivity pass that's 90 days, which means you'll have access to all of these trainings for 90 days, extended past that week. Plus you'll have access to extended bonuses. I am offering my full Planning by the Moon workshop. So this is a seasonal workshop that I talked about last year. It was really, really amazing to teach. It was really popular and it will help you to plan out your business business with the seasons and cycles. We get into great detail about the lunar cycle. I take you through journaling prompts. I walk you essentially through what has become planning by the moon in detail, going through all of the steps. It's about a two-hour training, but you're going to get access to that for a lifetime. And that's all part of the extended 90-day pass, which is going to be $47. So you can sign up for the event for free, or you can choose to upgrade this 90-day extended pass for $47. So I'll make sure that everything is linked over in the show notes so that you can choose the option that works best for you right now. But I wanted to share that with you because, guys, I have like completely changed the way I plan my business, the way I stay productive, the way I optimize my time, because my energy is so, so important to me now more than ever. And this is something we've talked about extensively on the show, not just myself, but with guests as well. And you may remember that Sarah and I had a great conversation last year all about energy and content creation. And we really talked about producing. So I will link to her episode as well. But I would love to see you there. I would love to hear more about what you think about the training. And um, yeah, I would just love to hang out with you during productivity and planning week. Now, in today's episode, we are going to be covering a few different things this month. So you may have noticed I've been kind of running and leading with these themes. And I really wanted to talk about business cliches. I want to talk about these things that we get told as business owners, especially when we first start out in online business, these narratives, these, these quotes, these things that you might see on like a, an office wall designed to motivate us, designed to increase our productivity. And unfortunately, a lot of these things are not black or white. They have nuances. They are not, they're not applicable to all people. They are things that, yeah, to some extent might work, but there are so many ways that we can look at these, these statements, these quotes, these phrases. And I actually asked on social media for you to share with me some of the things that you kind of roll your eyes at in online business and you did not disappoint me. Now, one of the ones I actually got twice, which I thought was really interesting, was fake it till you make it. And yeah, I, at both times I got a rolled eye emoji and I was like, yeah, same. I, I roll my eyes at this too. Fake it till you make it. I think we hear it all the time. And I've certainly at some point in my life been like, yeah, like we just have to fake it. That's, that's how you build confidence. You just go out there and do it. Even if you're not qualified. 
I understand why we use this statement. But as one of, I don't know what their name is, their Instagram handle is indelicate.company. So thank you for your response. But they said, give yourself permission to be a beginner. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't say it about myself. Give yourself permission to be in the early stages. I think this is an extension of some of the toxicity within online business is that we're not allowed to not know. We're not allowed to be a beginner. We're not allowed to take our time and learn as we grow. Instead, we're expected to cut the learning curves, blast through this growth and suddenly reach six figures in like six minutes seven figures, eight figures, it's, it just keeps on growing, right? And I, and I think there's so much to this. There's so much to the fact that it is okay to be learning. It's okay to be a beginner. I mean, that's what I teach my child. When he starts something new, I'm, I know that he's not going to be great. He probably won't be great at it or amazing at it straight out the gate. And if he is, that's amazing. But most of the time we have to learn. We understand this. And yet somehow in online business, this has kind of been washed away. Some of the other things that you said to me was when people talk about boundaries and alignment in a way that shirts them of responsibility and commitment. That came from Copper Pot Creative. Thank you so much for sharing that one. We're actually going to do a whole episode on boundaries in a couple of weeks. And I just really wanted to dig in and dive into these cliches. And today we're going to focus on comfort zones. Something I've spoken about before, both on social media, probably in many different ways, because we hear about nothing growing in our comfort zone, right? We've all heard that comment. We've all heard that quote. And it's designed to motivate us. It's designed for us to take messy action and dive in and do it scared and all these really... (laughs) peppy motivational quotes. And again, I understand why people say this, but this is not 2019. We have lived through, well, they say unprecedented times as if it's supposed to be something amazing. I'm like, this, I I would like to have precedented times. This would be nice. We've lived through the last couple of years continually being ripped open, um, collectively grieving. And it's like this grief that we can't heal from. And when one thing ends, something else starts. And so when it comes to challenging ourselves, whether it's in business or anything else, when it comes to putting ourselves out there, showing up, speaking up, or stepping outside of our comfort zone, I wonder how many of you resonate with the fact that that seems really scary right now. And not because we want to hold ourselves back. We want to still grow. We want to develop our businesses. We want to maybe be more visible or put ourselves out there. But the idea of pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone during a time when we have been living outside of our comfort zones for two years, there is a lot of a gray area. Do we want to push ourselves out of our comfort zone when we have been continually challenged from external external factors that we cannot control? And so I started to think about this back in 2021, and it started with a conversation. Um, A friend of mine said that anyone who uses that statement, she feels like they've never suffered from anxiety because as someone who suffers from anxiety, 
you know, our comfort zone is somewhere that feels really, well, safe and comfortable, but it's not designed in this case to hold us back. It's designed to help us feel safe, which is something we all want to do. We all want to feel safe. We all want to feel protected. So whilst I can understand the well-intended meaning behind challenging us and pushing us out of our comfort zones, I wonder if we can reframe what our comfort zones look like and how we use them, live in them, and let ourselves thrive there. So I always think about my comfort zone as being this kind of fluid, um, I I guess is like fluid bubble around me. Um, (laughs) If you were a visual person, this might help. But I I see it being fluid. It it moves as I move through my life, through my business, as I make changes, as I grow, as I experience things, my comfort zone ebbs and flows with those those situations. And that makes absolute sense because there are going to be times when I'm confronted with something that makes me uncomfortable and perhaps my comfort zone shrinks. There are going to be times when I'm feeling really confident and I'm really like, yes, bring more into my comfort zone and therefore my comfort zone expands. This is not me stepping outside of my comfort zone. Instead, this is me looking kind of at the peripheral, looking at what's outside, looking at the things I want to do, looking at where I want to grow, maybe things that right now feel out of reach or a little bit uncomfortable, and making a decision, an informed decision about whether or not I am in a position financially, emotionally, energetically to expand my comfort zone and welcome that thing in, right? Whether I'm ready to reach out and try that project. Am I ready to try working in that new way? Am I ready to try that strategy? Whatever it may be. So instead of me pushing myself and forcing myself to go out and do something, which Let me be clear, if that works for you, absolutely go and do it. But for those of you who feel like that feels really uncomfortable, I don't enjoy that. And I don't know that's really the right stepping stone for me right now. Perhaps we can reframe this and look at it as deciding, making that well-informed decision, using your journal, using your self-inquiry, being curious about whether this is the right decision for you right now. It doesn't mean it will never be, but maybe right now you don't have the energy to do it, or you don't have the time or the finances or the resources to do that thing. It can stay there. It's not going anywhere, but you get to be the person that decides if it's the right step to take. If you're going to expand your comfort zone and welcome that thing in and then work towards making it a part of your comfort zone, you know, making it part of the furniture and allowing it to be part of your business or your personal life, whatever it might be that you're working towards right now. And I think this is a really nice way of protecting our energy, protecting our time, and also protecting our emotional well-being, our mental well-being, whilst still growing, 
growing, you know, personal growth and self-growth, but also growing our businesses. This is a way that we can reframe this so we don't have to feel like the only option is to throw ourselves in at the deep end, but we can actually welcome things in when they are the right time. And one of the really beautiful ways that we can do this is by making sure that we are, you know, when we have these ideas, when we have these thoughts about projects or about our businesses, that maybe give us a little bit of anxiety or that we feel a little bit scared to admit that we really want to do this thing, write it down. Grab a journal, have a business journal or a notebook where you just capture these ideas or somewhere online where you just capture these business ideas and capture them. And then maybe you go back a few days later or a week or a month or however long, and you decide, okay, am I ready for this now? You know, then it felt really uncomfortable. It felt really scary. Sometimes our intuition knows that this is not the right time. I Again, this is another cliche that you'll never be ready. There's never a right time. I don't agree with that. I actually think there are times when we know intuitively that we should wait. I've talked about this before about recording this podcast. I wanted to start a podcast back in 2017. And every time I thought about it, not only did it feel really overwhelming, but I just felt like, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't that I didn't know what I would say. It just didn't feel right. But the narrative and especially in online business, is that, well, you should do it anyway. It doesn't matter if it's right or not. Just do it and figure it out. And there are times when that works for me, but this felt like such an important conversation. It felt like such an important way of connecting with other people that I didn't want to just go out there and start something and hope for the best. And when it came to 2020, when I started Entrepreneurial Outlaws, when I looked back, I knew that this was the podcast I was always meant to host. I knew that this was what I was meant to do. And the reason I knew that was not because it happened to be the right time. In fact, it couldn't have been a worse time for me in terms of my energy and my time. But I knew that this was something I had to start and I didn't even waver. Was I nervous? Absolutely. But it wasn't There wasn't any question, any doubt in my mind that this was what I was going to do. The moment I came up with the name, the moment I realized that was what I was going to do, I looked for ways in which I could make sure it happened and I didn't stop. And I knew that even if something happened at that time that stopped me from physically being able to deliver the podcast, it wasn't going to go anywhere. This idea was going to sit there until I could deliver it. And so two years later, or I guess 18 months later, we're still recording. And the reason is, although it has evolved and we have conversations that maybe I wouldn't have dreamt we'd have two, 18 months ago, two years ago, the very essence of this show still stands. The very essence of why I started is still there. And I'm just as passionate about this as I was back then. But it was out of my comfort zone. There was a lot of unknown. But at the same time, I welcomed it in. I made it work with what I had at the time. And it's continued to allow me to chat with you, to have these conversations and go from strength to strength. And I think this is a really good example of not only my comfort zone and allowing this to be part of it, rather than it sitting on the sidelines, but also it's a really good example of the fact that sometimes we know intuitively that there isn't the right time. It is the time to start something. And I want to almost give you permission to make that decision. As I said, give yourself the opportunity to trust your intuition and 
know that it is guiding you in the right direction. If you trust your intuition, there aren't regrets. We can't have regrets about something that intuitively we know is the right decision for us right now. And I think that's a really important part of the conversation. Just because it's not the right decision right now doesn't mean that's a permanent decision. You get to choose. You are actually more in control than anybody will give you credit for. This is your business. You get to run it how you choose. The same with your comfort zone. It is your comfort zone. You get to decide what what comes in, what stays, we're allowed to evolve. The same way when we break up with someone or an end of a relationship, whether it's a personal or professional relationship, when those relationships end, we make that choice or something happens that that relationship ends and we make that choice and we set those boundaries and we move our comfort zone or our, you know, our choices away from them. That is something we're choosing to do. And again, intuitively, if we know it's the right decision, we're not going to regret that. We might still, still hurt, still fucking heavy and difficult and really, you know, can feel really and crunchy, but it's still an intuitive decision that we've made. And we know that we won't regret that because we're being guided by ourselves, by our soul. So, This is going to be a really short episode, but I really wanted to just touch on this topic, talk about the fact that comfort zones don't have to be rigid. You don't have to dive headfirst into something. If this year you want to take it slow, if this week, this month, this season, you want to take things slow and just decide if it's the right time, absolutely okay. You don't have to dive into something. You don't have to do it messy. You don't have to do it scared. You don't have to follow any of these so-called successful entrepreneur quotes. You don't have to do it that way. You get to do it on your terms and you get to make the decision. You get to decide what comes in and out of your comfort zone and when that happens. Thank you so much for joining me for this brand new episode over here on Entrepreneur Outlaws. I am so grateful to every single one of you for commenting on social media and telling me these business cliches you roll your eyes at. Um, We, as I said, we're going to have more episodes in the coming weeks. We're going to focus on some of these business cliches. We're going to talk about boundaries. Um, We're going to, I'm going to go through some of the ones that I came up with you, uh, came up with. I'm going to share those with you next week. And I also wanted to just remind you to go back and listen to our previous week's episode if you haven't already done so. Last week we had Jenna and Brie on the show and it was such a powerful episode. Um, I really wanted them to kind of take the floor and really talk to you guys about leadership and being an ally with the LGBTQIA plus community because this is not a community that I... I can't sit here and talk about what it's like to be within that community. I can tell you how I try to lead and how I try to be an ally, but I really wanted them to lead that conversation. And I'm so grateful for them taking the time to be on the show and to really share that with you because when I listened back, it was just an incredible conversation and so many ways in which we can think differently about our leadership and about the work that we do as business owners, entrepreneurs, and even employees. So again, want to remind you to go take a look at the show notes for this episode. If you are interested in coming and joining me for Productivity and Planning Week, which starts next Monday, March 14th, make sure you go and check that out. 
All the links will be over in the show notes. We'll link to last week's episode. And um, thank you so much again for participating in my business cliches over on Instagram. And if you have any others, please come over, either head over to our entrepreneurial Instagram, which is entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. Come over there and let me know what your most eye-rolled business cliches are. Um, We're going to have some content going up this week talking about this. So you can either comment on that or just send me a DM and let me know which things really basically chafe your butt because there are so many. And I really loved reading everybody's because I was like, just hand was raised, nodding along. I'm like, same, same. These really pissed me off too. So um, not only will we be talking about the things (laughs) that we roll our eyes at, but I'm also going to be sharing with you ways in which we can, you know, shift and reframe as well, because we can't just be pissed off about it. We do have to think about the ways in which we can reframe and really work towards improving improving what happens here in this online business space because there is so much bullshit and there are so many narratives that have been weaponized and ways in doing business that are not safe for all people. And so we want to change that. Together we can do that. So please let me know if you have any in particular you would love me to talk about. Um, And I've also mentioned on my email if you hang out with me in your inbox, you know that I've been mentioning this, but if you have a guest that you would love for me to interview, maybe you have someone that you would, you always think, oh, it'd be great to hear these two people chat. Or if you would like to be a guest on this show, please reach out. Please let me know what you would love to come on and talk about. We do have a booking form, which we will link to in the show notes. Um, You can complete that form and then I will go through and read um, what it is that you would like to talk about, who you would like to nominate, and we can get in touch. I think that's everything. I'm probably over my very, very speedy word count here because I feel like I just talked a mile a minute. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening in. And until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our Outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. Outlaws.